Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, this is uh, Bruce from uh, North Brookville. And uh, you are tuned into uh, uh, Truth It in the AM. Uh, be prepared for some uh, craziness. Let's go. And we are back. What's going on, everybody? Today is Tuesday, Halloween, October 31st, 2017. Thank you for tuning in and logging on. And welcome to Truth It in the AM. It is your boy, Truth It, here to address any and all things when it's time to. And it's time to. And of course, it is Tuesday. So by my side, I got the one that is real, never phony, too real to be phony. Trooper Joe is in the building. Trooper Joe, how's it going? Whoa, thank you. Thank you for my Halloween face. Yep. I want to give a shout out to two favorite people of mine on their birthday. I want to give a shout out to my, my, my grandson, Mason. He's turning 11. And to Trooper's daughter, Willow. That's right. Happy and birthday, Miss Willow. And she's turning 10. Yep, she's turning 10 today. Yep. The big one oh. Yeah, they bought on Halloween. My youngest has hit the double digits. The double digits. Yep, I'm getting uh, old. And it's surprising. Both of them want they're going to be tacos tonight. Yeah. <laughs> they don't even know each other. <laughs> don't even live to each other. Mason, they're about 80 miles apart. <laughs> yep. But they, that's good. That's good. I want everybody to be safe out there on Halloween, too. Yes. Be safe. It ain't about the candy. It's about being safe and, and just sharing love out there with everybody. And you get candy, too, so that's a good thing. That's a good thing. And all you you silly people out there want to do evil things to kids like that. Really? You know, you don't want to do that. No? And all you knuckleheads out there who want to wear blackface if you're... If you're white and white face, if you're black, really, <laughs> that's a really, really. Yeah, you don't have to do that either. Folks. Yeah, please don't do that. Yeah, this is for the kids. This is Halloween, and they got little poems and little things that they like to say, and it reinforces the word "thank you." You know, it helps teach the little the little kids thank yous. So that's a good thing, and they get candy for reward for being creative with their design and. 
they have fun. So don't ruin their fun. Yep. You know? We don't want to have to stone anybody. No. And you will get stoned. Make <laughs> yeah. sure that you have a safe time out there, but don't be a jerk and don't ruin it for anybody else. I've been looking online and there's been a lot of Halloween parties that's happened already. Uh-huh. And for the most part, people have been respectful. They haven't been dressing up in blackface or anything dumb. I did see a couple of black people, though, yeah. paint their faces white and and have T-shirts that say white privilege on it. But we know that white privilege exists now, Troop, right? Because I won that argument uh, you, last you, week, you, you Friday. Did, you did win that argument. That's right. So so white white privilege exists in, in a very small, small fashion. Okay. Uh, yeah, and it affects, you know what it is, it's like since it exists, it's almost like saying rape exists in a small fashion. Not a lot of people get raped, but just enough to where it's problematic. Oh, yeah, this sex and stuff is out of control here. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I everybody wants sex. Yep. But everybody don't want to have it with their loved one. It's like, what's up with that? <laughs> uh, did you hear about the actor who... Uh, was Kevin accused Spacey? Kevin Spacey, who was accused of raping a 14 year old boy or trying to rape a 14 year old boy when he was 26 year old. Yeah. This was in 1986, and they canceled Kevin Spacey's show. He has a show, House of Cards, on Netflix. Yeah. Now that they've done it, they've canceled the show, and good for them for canceling it. Yeah, but now he's out the closet as a homosexual and, and everything. And that's what I hate. I hate that he tried to use his homosexuality to take away from the bad thing that he did. That's the only reason why he came out and said it was because he knew he was in trouble and he used it to try to get sympathy. Shame on Kevin Spacey. He should be stoned to death. He is a pedophile. And give me the rock and I'll do it. You want to know how I know he's a pedophile too? Because he said in his apology, I don't remember. It was 30 years ago, but I apologize for being drunk. Mm-hmm. If you don't remember it, how do you know you were drunk when it happened? Yeah, but I guess he was drunk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> he was might drunk be, enough to remember it. Might be drunk now. Yeah. I, he, and that's another thing yeah. I don't know. I don't understand the pedophilia or however you say it. I don't understand that. And I don't understand this this irresistible kind of craving that everybody has for, for sex. And it's like, you know, you don't want sex with all these people. Right. And and the dangers of having it now, it's like, what? You got AIDS out there, you got hepatitis, you got herpes, you got all kinds of craziness running around over there, and you people just want to go ahead and have craziness like that. Yep, engage in all that craziness and get yourself in all kinds of trouble, yeah. fools. Yeah, it's like, yeah, if you got a loved one, love your loved one. If you don't got a loved one, go get one. Yep. But well, not eight. Well, if you want to have eight, go get eight. But <laughs> <laughs> well, and I guess in the Bible it was okay. I guess so. But Solomon had many. Solomon liked that. They liked that stuff. He's a little bit on the frisky side. Yeah, he, Solomon <laughs> was. Uh, all right, troop. So uh, we have a couple stories that we need to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Uh, many incumbents running for at-large seat at Worcester City Council. They all had a discussion. And they all talked about what they'd like to see done in the city. And only one that I know of, in the article at least, in the telegram, only one actually spoke about the communities. Everyone else talked about redeveloping downtown, doing downtown, making downtown this, do all this stuff in downtown. And uh, they're all Democrats. 
Democrats. All of them are Democrats, which makes me scratch my head. Shouldn't Democrats be thinking about the communities a little bit more? I don't think there's really any. I don't. I never thought there was some kind of real separation, except for money, between the Democrats and the Republicans. It's like. To me, it's all seemed the same. Mm-hmm. You're making all this noise, but you're really not doing anything. Right. You just like making noise. Okay. But these city councilors, uh, you know, the men, the men of color think tank, uh, just a little while ago, they had a good program, but it it was too 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 big. You know? Okay. The city councilors that's out there. And we have some new ones running. They, they, they need to be more thinking about the people. Okay. And the people themselves, you need to be really taking your your voting rights and using them. You're not voting. Yep. Now, it's not that you don't know. It's like where well, you live under a rock. Everybody know about voting. And you know what? The commu- <laughs> this is the, well. Uh, there are people in the community. That, they're still. You'd be surprised at how many people in the community. Still think that oh I can't vote because I've been arrested before. Oh yeah, that's right. Or I can't vote because oh how I don't even I don't even know first thing about voting. I don't even, they are uneducated in even the voting process. They think it's you have to go register. They think it's all kinds of hoops you have to jump through. All you got to do is go <laughs> online and register, or that's send it. something. Or when they send something in the mail, fill it out and send it back, and then you're all ready to vote. Ready to go. But they're so disassociated from this happenings in the city. Mm-hmm. That they don't know their head from their booties. None, and they should because this city, it's going to be pretty, but it ain't yours. Nope, it's definitely not. It's going to be pretty <laughs> when you're gone. When you're gone, it's not your city anymore. This is not the woo. Is that what you call it? Yep, it's the woo. It won't be the woo anymore. Uh, yeah, it's, it won't be Worcester anymore. I know yeah. that. Yeah. So and it'll be good for the uh, infrastructure of the city and stuff, but at what price? That's the whole thing. Yeah. And whose fault? Can't blame it on the uh, politicians. These guys, these guys that's out there being politicians too. They're they're not the brightest lot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know about that. If they're not the brightest lot or not, but I do know that their focus is misguided. It is misguided. It's it's focused. Yep, it's focused on what they can do to make the city look better because if the city looks better, then the councilors look better and then the city's leadership looks better. But when you don't think about the people, that can come back and bite you. And these people that have no control or, or, or feel like they have no power, once they realize the power that they have in voting, then it's going to be a rude awakening yeah. for a lot of the uh, city. I don't think it's going to happen, no tell you the truth. I, yeah, I still see people, they just shake their head and stuff. Uh, are you going to vote come next Tuesday? Mm-hmm. Oh, there's voting? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> they don't even know. They're not interested. You right. Know? Because, you know, they're so busy trying to live their life and, and having the things that they need to do with, with their, oh, go vote. Man, I got to go take care of the kids today. I, the kids got to eat. I got to cook dinner when I get home from work. They're not Just, doing that. They're coming home smoking <laughs> a bone, hanging out. They're not even thinking about that. They're not thinking about anything. I'm not going to pretend and whitewash these things that Uh-oh. they are. They're not. They're not thinking about anything except their own pleasure. And troops that's going basically. In, troops going against the community, y'all. I'm not going <laughs> against the community. I think it's a great community. I think the people are nice, but they seek their pleasure first. Okay. That's what they do. Their pleasure first. And that's why you get 
people in city council for the fifth time. All uh, right. And, and they haven't right. done anything from ever. Connie Lukes has been there 15 years, I Fif- think. Yeah. It's like, and she hasn't done anything. Nope. You know? So, and, and, and Joe Petty, not only him done anything. Gaffney, they have done anything. Even my, my, my Sarai, I don't even know what she's done, you know? Mm-hmm. But they they haven't done, and the rest of them, I don't even know. They've showed up to a couple meetings. I know that. that yeah. That's what they'll tell you. Oh, when these we've had these meetings, they were there. Where were you? Yeah, that's remember, that's the answer that I'll Mo get. I Bergman. He was, thought he was a good guy. They hadn't done anything. Just like you you guys can talk and stuff, and, and but you're not doing anything. Right. Still not doing anything. This, the city manager is the one making all the negotiations with the with the hidden underground government that that Tim Murray runs. <laughs> All right, Trip. So before we continue on that, let's get into this uh something else. Let's get into the war on Turtle Boy Sports and Michael Gaffney. Cuz that's Turtle what Boy. it is. It's a war war has been declared on well, it's uh, the war has been going on a long time, but they now are declaring war again on Turtle Boy Sports and Michael Gaffney because there's a new petition that uh wants to that calls for civility between candidates to and respect towards the community, towards the people, towards uh, fellow other candidates, opposing candidates. They want a level of respect, and they don't feel that Michael Gaffney nor Turtle Boy Sports, because they mentioned the local blogs, <laughs> and you know when the, the phrase local blogs is code word for Turtle Boy Sports, yeah. and they mentioned Michael Gaffney's name. So, And Michael Gaffney has taken to social media and to the news to attack... Other counselors like Sarai Rivera, mm-hmm. Michael Gaffney has uh, attacked uh, community places such as Mosaic, and he's done it alongside Turtle Boy Sports. Uh, yeah. What mm-hmm. do you think about this attack? Uh, the, do you, the the attacks of Turtle Boy Sports and Michael Gaffney? <laughs> well, I might as well get in trouble. What I think about it? Yep. I think that. If you're going to follow through on it, it's a good thing. And why stop there? If you're going to follow through on it, make sure that you're starting something that's going to do some good for all the people. Making little itty-bitty silly noises like that there, and that's all that is if you do nothing. Mm -hmm. Really doesn't matter. It makes no difference. It's just for you. Smoke a bone. (laughs) You know what I think, honestly? I think that Turtle Boy Sports and Michael Gaffney have run their course. I don't hear. When Turtle Boy and Michael Gaffney were at their height of being hated in the city by other by the opposing group, it was around the time where Mosaic was getting closed. Yeah. After that, and after that died down, Michael Gaffney and Corinne, they've dropped out of their races. Uh, I see, I hear less and less about Turtle Boy articles. Why revive it by trying to start a fight with them now? Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I don't know. Especially, I think, I would think some of the things that you don't hear anymore is because they're not there anymore. Yep. Because one of the things that Turtle Boy and Gaffney did, they went after Walter Bird. Yep, they went after Walter Bird. I mean, it seems like they'll go after anybody if they can. Yep. You know, so... If you poke the turtle, that's their phrase that they use. Don't poke the turtle. Don't poke the 
turtle. No, and if you poke the turtle, they will come for you. I don't poke the turtle. Yep. So, but I take. It. We, we, <laughs> we, we got a turtle out here. Yep. And soup. Him soup. Waiting for him to get a little bigger. <laughs> yeah, it, it's. I don't understand why at this time. Uh, the one Worcester pledge seeks to restore civility uh, with the municipal election one week away. A group made up of 50 local business, labor, community and religious leaders, along with several former elected officials, has launched an effort to restore civility to public life in Worcester. They have started an online petition that asks local elected leaders to pledge to promote civility and create an atmosphere where all residents, regardless of race, gender, sexual orientation, religion, or national origin, are respected and encouraged to participate in the governance of the city. Hmm. The group is encouraged, uh, encouraging people to sign the petition and encouraging candidates to take the pledge, according to Mayor Joseph, former mayor, Joseph O'Brien, oh, okay. speaking on behalf of the group. Candidates are being asked to refrain from personal attacks on elected leaders, appointed officials, city workers, and all who serve the community through civic and governmental work. <laughs> I will attack <laughs> Joe Petty or any city councilor all that I want. Yeah. Um. You don't call the people stupid idiots. No. I still can't get over this. I don't know why. I need to let it go. But it, it, it's like once you once you take the trust away, like you like you said before, once you you can't trust someone. Yeah. It's it's uh, ruined. Yeah, you can't. You, it's, it's all done. Don't trust you. Yeah. You're a liar, and you make fun of people and stuff. I don't trust them. Right. So I know a lot of people. They are so they fear. Uh. Michael Gaffney mm -hmm. becoming mayor so much and they fear Michael Gaffney being on the city council and Connie Luke's to a lesser extent so much that they will make someone who called them uneducated morons a hero. Mm -hmm. And Joseph Petty is their hero. Now, do I like do I think Michael Gaffney's a better choice? No, I'm not saying that. Am I saying that uh Connie Luke's is a better choice? I'm not saying that, but I'm saying don't act like Joseph Petty is the second coming of the Messiah. He's not. Nah. Just because he showed up to a couple meetings and took photo ops with you doesn't mean that he cares about you. Nah, Once he has care. no use for you, you are out. Oh, and I, I know it because we, you and I, had an, a, a nice little thing that I'm going to revise. Yep. I'm going to let you know right now. I talked to, um, what's his name, O'Connor. Yep. About the... We had a proposal for for an essay contest. Yep. In in one of the schools that's not one of the fabulous schools and not for the fabulous AP students, but for the regular kids. Yep. You know, I forget what middle school kids and stuff. Or high school. Yep. Nice little essay contest. Teachers really don't have to do anything. We'll grade it, pick the topic. And we're supplying the, the uh, cash prizes for these kids. Yep. And Joe Petty laughed. Yep. <laughs> yeah, okay, Joe Petty. What What are you laughing about? It doesn't cost the city anything, and it promotes harmony within the city, and it gives some of the kids who don't get any kind of recognition, they don't get any inclusion in everything, so they don't feel like they're part of the city. They don't feel like they're part of their school. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and you laughed at that. 
please. Right. And then all, all of them other people, let's keep civility in there. Well, let's start with the officials. <laughs> right. Um, and, 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 and no, Michael Gaffney is, is, I'm not saying Michael Gaffney's any better. Yeah. The attack on Walter Byrd was callous. It was irresponsible. Yeah. And it was, it was to the point where he even, the accuser who actually accused him, felt like the, that she was used by Michael Gaffney. Yeah. This, our, our, city, our city representatives shouldn't be doing things like that. or shouldn't be caught up in stupid little scandals like that. No, they should be looking every day. They should be looking for some way to help the people of the city in, in, in their need and be looking at how to make the city grow mm-hmm. and how to make the city prosperous and how to develop new infrastructures in the city. There's a whole lot that they should be doing. Right. They shouldn't even have time to be making enemies among their own self. Right. It, it, it's like, what are you doing? You ain't doing anything. Even look at the way Michael Gaffney handled Mosaic. Yeah. Mosaic, whether they, did they do everything right, the right way they were supposed to? Absolutely not. No. But did they come back non-fraudulent? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. They came back non-fraudulent. Yeah. He should have let it go from there, but he didn't. He continued, he scratched, he clawed until a community service thing that was doing to help the community was taken away. And he would not stop until it was taken away. Yeah. It, so it, it, it makes me think that he's not for the community. No, I don't at all. I, I never really thought he was for the community. I don't think any of those politicians... No, no, I think Shirai and I, Mo Bergman, those are the only two I thought was for the community. Mm-hmm. And the rest of them, I, I don't think they're for They're for themselves or they're for a community that I don't know about. Christian King is starting to seem like he's for the community, even though I know he has. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, even, <laughs> I know he's not liked by a lot of people and he's rubbed people the wrong way due to his uh, personal interaction with people. Maybe he needs a, a PR person to help him become better at that. With Maybe. With uh, how he handles meeting people one-on-one and instances with people. But at least for his work on the council and the things that he says and the things that he's fighting for, Seems like he is for the people. I actually, I think that he takes the smallest little things that's in drooling. Smallest. <laughs> you ready to you ready to trash him that bad, huh? Yeah, this is what I think. He takes the little the little issues, mm-hmm. and and he expounds on the little issues. Yep. He doesn't try to attack the big issues because. He doesn't feel confident within himself to do it. Mm. He doesn't have the, the 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 guts and the gumption to put himself out there and take that risk to stand up for the the, the whole community on big issues. Yep. That are affecting the affecting the community. People livelihoods are being lost. Houses are being lost. Things of that nature. He doesn't go into that. Nope. Cause he don't want to lose his little job. He don't want to lose his. Uh, it's not the job. He doesn't want to not be on the city council, right? Because he can he can say something small. What he said, the 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 uh, raising the minimum wage or yep, something like that. The minimum that. wage to twenty sounds big. It's real small. The whole world's doing it. It's like you ain't right. doing anything. You you're, you're signing your name underneath the the other five thousand names. You know, but what about the people who live on on this street and that street? Who 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 being pushed further and further away from their homes because you, you got the the 
the, the uh, what do you call that, the um, inner city coming this way, mm-hmm. you got the schools closing in this way, and you're getting squeezed out like a big old pimple and going to pop and end up in Somerville or something. Right. <laughs> well, uh, the yeah, group... Take that on. Yeah. Uh, he, well, the group is encouraging people to sign the petition and encouraging candidates to take the pledge. According to Joseph O'Brien, speaking on behalf of the group, candidates are being asked to refrain from personal attacks on elected leaders, appointed officials, city workers, and all who serve the community through civic and governmental work. In addition, candidates are being asked to speak up and call out, call to account political leaders who violate those principles. So if a, a, a candidate does attack someone, personally goes on a personal attack against someone in the community then other counselors are supposed to stand up and call that person and hold that uh, person accountable here's why that's not going to work <laughs> i'm glad you said that here's why it's not going to work <laughs> with the city council some even though they are supposed to be on even level fields some are more powerful than others for yeah. example sarai rivera is established She's not in her first term. Mm-hmm. She's a mainstay mm-hmm. in the council. Mm-hmm. And it's going to take a lot. Mm-hmm. But if she doesn't endorse you because you attacked her, because you came, because she made in a personal attack and you tried to go against her for it, she can take her endorsement away from you and that could stop you from winning. Christian King needs some people like Sarai to, to stay on the city council. Yeah. And if she, if he one day she attacks someone and he calls her out about it and he loses her endorsement, he's not going to get back on the city council. No, he, no, he's not going to. Cause, like I said, he didn't do anything. But you know, here, here's another picture that 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 I see. I I kind of see from from that stuff like this. Okay. Everybody keeps hearing me say about this shadow government. Yep. Oh yeah. This this city has three different governments. Hmm. They got the, the elected officials on the city council and school committee. Yep. They don't do anything. You got a city a city manager who mm-hmm. manages all the finances and does the contracting and the negotiations and stuff. Yep. He got power. Yep. And you got this shadow government over here that nobody talks about. Mm-hmm. That they don't. And Joe O'Brien's part of that shadow government. Mm. So isn't Tim Murray part of that shadow government? There's several other names I don't even know that's part of that 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 shadow government over here that's actually telling the people, look at it, do it this way because this is the way it's going to be because this is the way I want it. Yep. You know, they got the pull. They got the. This and it's not just in this city; it's in all cities. It's in the federal government. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just everywhere. There's always been a shadow government that controls. In Boston, years ago, before it got, before it was found out, it was called the Vault. Yep. You know, it, it it's always been there. So I mean, don't don't get surprised to hear about it. But the city council in this this city is 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 the baby. Right. They're the baby. They're the, they're the ones with the least amount of power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's the way I see it anyway. So to, to have something to say, well, don't call them names and stuff. Like, come on. Right. Big old grown up people like that. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, that's that's useless. Mm-hmm. What is that going to do for poor old guy over here who's losing his house because the, the rents in that neighborhood went up? Right. You know, and yep. he can't afford to live in that neighborhood anymore. 
How is that? Well, don't call the city councilors' names. How's that going to affect? It? You know what's that do for him? How's that? How's that? Don't call the school committee people names when they're going to a school and and, and in that school the books are ripped. Where's, all right, Johnny, can you read on page fifty-five? And Johnny sit there. What's the matter, Johnny? You can't read on page fifty-five. Right. Don't have page 55 in the book. It's but again, torn out. I don't think they're talking, but but we know who they're talking about. They're not talking about the citizens. They, no. of course, the citizens can speak up. They have it even that during city council meetings, they can still stand up and speak up well, and that, speak out against if a uh, politician's not. If, if So, for example, and I'm not saying this, if uh, city council Mo McNeil is uh over district five and he's not doing his job you can still go to city council and say we want our district taken care of and we don't feel like it's being properly represented i don't think there's a problem with that they are talking about michael gaffney and turtle boy uh members of the group uh said they are joining together to express their deep concern about the state of civic and political affairs in our city we have watched with concerns as local elections and the work of local government in our great community have been infected by toxic political discourse that threatens to divide our community as it has our country and endangers our hard-won democracy the group said in a statement sadly today some community members and local elected officials are using social media, blogs, <laughs> and traditional media to marginalize members of our community, including but not limited to immigrants and communities of color, tear down our leaders and disparage the motives, as well as the work of appointed as well as elected officials. This toxic environment discourages civic participation, damages the image of our city, creates suspicion poisons public discourse, setbacks our efforts for racial equity, and adversely impacts the ability of our leaders to unite and effectively govern our city. The statement continued. This is about Michael Gaffney and it, Turtle Boy. I, I want to applaud the author of, of that. Well written. Mm-hmm. Hit on a lot of points. Yeah, very good. Articulated. Yep. You you identified things that you that that are absolutely nonsensical. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's politics. Yeah, it's that's what it is. It's not religion. Nope. It's not. It's politics. Yeah. And for me. If if the politicians are out there just doing dirty little things like that, get them out. Right. And if you are on the board with somebody else and you see them undermining your community and your 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 constituency, tell them don't be coming over here and messing with my people. And if you're the, you represent them people, put forth those bills so that they they can get the things that they need. Right. You represent the people. Stop whining. You know, yeah, it, 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 social media is there. They're going to use social media. Yep. You can't, you can't really yell at them for using what's available for, for them to, to make these noises. Well. And these things are out there in the front, well written, very nicely written. I don't know who wrote it. I know he went to Harvard. (laughs) (laughs) Must have. But. You know, it, it was well written, well done, well spoken, but it has no teeth. There's no bite there. You can't enforce it. You're just asking people to be nice. 
that's religious. Well, you know? they're touching on a little bit of what uh, Donald Trump uses his social media for now to yeah, attack people, personal attacks, and you know, to a lesser extent, they believe that Michael Gaffney is a miniature Donald Trump. Oh, no, Michael Gaffney not even in the same the same Trump Tower as Donald well, Trump. Well, that's why I said miniature. He's yeah. a small version. He ain't even a small. He's not even. Uh, he's he he's still still. Getting his little jeans together and yep. stuff like that. Please. He wants but us it, to be a sanctuary, a non-sanctuary city just like Trump does. He's a Republican. He's he's yeah, a true blue yeah. Republican. Yeah, and and that's all good. At least he, I got to give him something. He's saying something. Yep. You know, you might not agree with what he's saying, but he is saying something. That was well written, well thought out, very step for the you had a lot of good steps and points and had points off of points and mm-hmm. everything looked logical, but it's nonsense. It's not religion. You're talking politics. Right, but here's the <laughs> thing. Here, here's what, it, 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 but you have to admit, politics have gotten worse but with the it, advancement it of social media. Yeah. So here's the, here's the one of the main uh, points, statements that they uh, said. In addition, they contend that fewer voters participate in local elections because they are turned off by chronic personal arguments and the lack of meaningful issue-driven debate. And the group went on to say that fewer people run for public office because they fear being a target of brutal personal attacks. And we know exactly who they're talking about. Oh, we know who they're talking about. Mo Bergman was a victim of Turtle Boy. Mosaic was a victim of Turtle Boy. Sarai Rivera is a constant victim of Turtle Boy Turtle attacks. Boy, I, you know, <laughs> if Turtle Boy gets wields this much power, I'm like, hey, look at Turtle Boy. We got to talk. <laughs> they, they do. <laughs> you know, because if you have that much power where you can usurp and undermine all these politicians that got elected and stuff, you're you willing a whole lot of power. You might be part of this shadow government that I don't know about over here. And that's the accusation. They have long contended that Michael Gaffney works with Turtle Boy. And he, I would think if Turtle Boy can get all his opposition out of there so mm-hmm. he can get his bills passed and across, who else you going to work with? Right. <laughs> you know, it's like that's just politics. It's, it's politics. Politics isn't a game played by people, people who who don't want to get dirty. And and, and in getting dirty, sometimes it ain't personal. Nope, it's politics. Just like in business, it ain't personal. Right, it's business. Well, <laughs> now they have uh, Sean Rose, Sean Kristen Rose. King, uh, Sarai Rivera. It doesn't seem to be working well. Now that Gaffney's dropped out, it seems like Connie Lukes is on the island by herself. Connie Lukes might be uh, always have been on the island by herself. I think Connie Lukes is, I don't know her that well. I think I don't think she's that bad of a person. I think that her educational level gets in the way with, with her thought process. I mm-hmm. think she's more, if I use an analogy of Donald Trump, she doesn't know the people. Nope. Even though she was the mayor of this city, at that time the people were different. There was a whole group of people that she just didn't, that didn't seem to, didn't enter into her existence as it does now. Mm-hmm. You know, Joe Petty he goes out there and pretends to know the the poor and the black people and the Hispanic people and yeah. the, and the, um, 
Africans and the Ethiopians and, and, and the Muslims, but he doesn't know them. Nope. Not if you're going to call them morons and not if you're going to laugh when you, somebody tries to do something positive to help these people right. or just not help them boost them up by their um, bootstraps, but just to give them something to, so that they feel that they feel engaged in, in their own community for, for the kids. He doesn't know how to do that. He doesn't know that. He doesn't know that. Yep. I don't, and I think Connie Lukes is like that, too. She doesn't know those people. Yep. But I think Connie Lukes doesn't make any bones about that. Right. You know, I, I, think, I think Joe Petty makes, makes things, oh, yeah, I know the people, and now oh, they're great people and everything, and he'll, he'll hug Brenda Jenkins and stuff yep. and all these people and put it, but he doesn't know them. He'll okay. call him on the phone and say how you doing and everything, but he doesn't know. This is just a game, you know. So he's. Like, I yeah. used to know Joe Kennedy back when I when I was in Mission Hill and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, I knew Joe Kennedy, but I didn't know Joe Kennedy. Right. Joe Kennedy didn't say, "Hey, Joe, come on over and have a burger." And right. A beer. right, yeah, right. He didn't say that. Yeah. But I knew him. I seen him at a, a event and everything. I said, "Joe, how's it going? Hey, good, you know." That's just politics. Joe, and he taught me how to work a room. Yep. Joe, Joe said, you go in, you stand at the door, then you work off to the diagonal, back across the top, down another diagonal, out wow. the door. He said it takes about six minutes. <laughs> wow. Everybody thinks you're there for hours. Yep. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, that's how he works a room. Hmm. Yeah. But this I got to try that. Yeah, this is what, this is what um, these politicians really don't know okay they, they really don't know how to get inside a room and because <clears throat> as a as a politician you go in there there's people with issues mm-hmm. lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of issues and stuff you have to be able to gather these issues right mm. not just your own issue and see everything from your own lens you have to see things from the lens of of of, of this this community over here this community up on the hill, all these different communities, you have to see the the Worcester through their lens. They don't do that. Right, they, they don't. They don't know how to do that. Nope. And especially when you got some silly little petition like this, it's like, oh, please don't call them names in the public. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, that poor little boy, they try so hard. Please. Now, the group in the statements did not mention any individuals by name for creating what they feel is a lack of civility. But counselor at large, Michael T. Gaffney, has been target of public criticism from such actions by some of the members of the group. Some of the members of the group have gone so far to call Michael Gaffney a bully for his postings on social media and some of his public statements and actions uh mayor joseph petty has repeatedly alluded to the impact that some social media has had on local government he believes one reason why so few people run for public office now is because they see how elected officials often find themselves the target of harsh and unfair criticisms on various forms of social media uh once one at-large city council candidate benjamin r straight has said one reason he decided to run for office was to stand up to mr gaffney and call out what he sees as his reprehensible behavior as a city councilor what's reprehensible you're putting together a politician you're a, 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 a petition that says 
let's stop calling people names and talking about them. And mm-hmm. how many times did they say Gaffney? <laughs> so they didn't say in the statement, but the, <laughs> the people mentioned Gaffney a lot. Okay. But, uh. Not that him. him right, right. Guess what? With the little pinky finger. And like in a courtroom, can you please point to the man that you're referring to? And then you just point. Right. Yeah, they, they don't even use the big, the big in your face figure. They use the little one. So, <laughs> Benjamin Strait is brilliant. Oh, that's good. Benjamin Strait's bread Strait. <laughs> Benjamin Strait is going to test the theory of the voters of Worcester. He, he, he basically running on, I hate Michael Gaffney. That's... <laughs> That's his campaign, like, that should be his campaign motto or something. Like, we want, well, this is what he says. The one reason he decided to run for office was to stand up to Mr. Gaffney and call out what he sees as his reprehensive, reprehensible behavior. So we'll see if if he can get votes and people can vote for him, then I'll have more faith in the city. But that's a game. This I, city, the game has to work. But this city, by the time the, the all these games are played like that, and don't get me wrong, I forgot his name already. But who, Benjamin Strait? <laughs> yeah, Benjamin Strait. I I can I, I I'll applaud you for for at least you got you know what you want to do. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of childish, but that's that's just me. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a city. Within a city, there's a culture, several different cultures in this city that are getting beat up. Right. You know, and uh, you know, and and it's and the city's turning a blind eye to these people in the name of progress and and in the name of big big glamour and the name of inclusion within the whole United States. We'll be one of the great cities in mm-hmm. in the United States mm-hmm. at the expense of these other people that's getting beat up. And you got a dysfunctional city council, mm-hmm. totally dysfunctional. That doesn't this this city council too? I don't think they even know the Japanese firms that's coming in. They mm-hmm. don't know these other big, big insurance firms. That I don't think they know them. Okay, I, they don't show to me that they know them. Right, I, I'm, I'm sure that the city manager's got a he's got a good um um. Understanding, not even just beyond understanding, relationship with, oh, okay. with these people yep. and stuff. I'm sure he does. He's a good city manager, mm-hmm. but the city's too big for a city manager. No, you know, it needs a functional city council with a functional mayor, mm-hmm. so that the people can can actually have a solid functional voice. The people ain't they don't have a voice. Mm-hmm. You know, they that somebody write this kind of stuff, well written. Well done. Very goodly thought out and stuff. But it's religious. Yep. <laughs> it's not political. Right. Um, and it's contradictory. It is contradictory. <laughs> uh, while we understand that elected officials and candidates for public office will advocate for their beliefs and challenge others in the pursuit of a better community, we expect our elected officials will do so in a civil manner, the group said. We call on all our leaders to reject the use of personal attacks and commit themselves to a higher standard of conduct in running their campaigns and sharing in the governing of our city. The member, there are a lot of members of the group and uh, a lot of these names I recognize. <laughs> uh, and we don't have to name all We don't have to name them. No. Nope. But uh, there are some, there are a lot of names, uh, business leaders, uh, Kevin Sullivan, 
There's a couple of Reverend Aaron Payson, Jose Encarnacion. Uh, yeah, that, that's why it's so religious. Frederick Rushton, <laughs> yep. Uh, you know, Fred Taylor. Yeah. Shout outs to Fred Taylor, former Men of Color Think Tank member. Maritza Cruz. So yes, they have. I love me some Maritza Cruz. Yep. She Indian like me. Yep. So they have. Uh, Puerto Rican in it. Right. <laughs> and there's a lot more members of the group. There's, the, there's a lot of people to pledge. Now. And, you know, and these people are powerful. Mm-hmm. Use the power. Mm-hmm. It ain't nothing wrong with religion. I love religion. Me and God, we got to understand it. I asked him if he says it's okay, I'll do it. If he says no, it's like I. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we. I love religion and 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 stuff, but with the politics, you got the power. Yeah, use the power. Right, you do use the power. Stop whining about it and saying they should and all these kind of words that's in there that that allude to. I hope this goes this way so mm-hmm. that other people don't get to feel welcome, you know, unwelcome and stuff. Use that power. Those are some powerful names. Use it. You're not using it, folks. Right. Use it. Stand up. Take a wrist. You don't even have to take a wrist. Just stand up and say, look, I'm tired of this nonsense. Mm-hmm. This is what I want. And the only thing you'll get is just what, what Connie Luke said. What did she say? you got to come from that side to this side. Uh, okay, so. And then here's what you tell them, folks, when she says that. Tell them, Billy Go Gruff is, is coming. coming. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you got to tell them. Um, all right, so quickly before we go to break, let me read some of the text and comments. Uh, one says, they want to be part of a melting pot, Babylon the Great. Babylon the Great. Uh, another texter says, this is nothing more than an attempt to control speech. Does the entrenched communist regime fear that the people are beginning to see through their self-serving propaganda? Wow. That's, that's kind of tight. <laughs> uh, another texter says, good luck with that. The right wing crazy train, which feeds the current <laughs> incivility everywhere in America and gets people like Gaffney elected is so far off the tracks. Now they have no room for logic, reality or civility. I'm not sure there is a good ending to this. It's probably going to eventually get very ugly. I it's, I just going to jump in for I. I, I'm loving these texts. Yep. It, sometimes we get texts that's just full of swears. We're getting texts that's, that's attacking these people just like the the message that they sent out. <laughs> yep. They got thought in there. They got passion in there. Their emotions are high in there. They're telling them exactly what they feel about this thing. You know, I love that. Yep. That's, that's really good. They don't have to swear or do some right. kind of... Stupid little jive. No, you want to play big words? Here's some. You know? right. And this is what I'm talking about. Um, Use that power, people. So, yours. Right. Another text <laughs> says Rushton, Joseph O'Brien, uh, Scott Schaefer Duffy, Claire Schaefer Duffy, Hilda Ramirez, Jose Encarcion, Daniel Margolis, Tracy Novick. What a need I go on. What a bunch of misfits. This is laughable. <laughs> There are some, uh, there is some pushback to this uh, thing. Another text says, without Gaffney, the council will return to being the Mutual Admiration Society once again. <laughs> the Mutual Admiration Society. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> exactly what, well put. 
<laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Mark, for that uh, that yeah. comment. Well put. All right, we're gonna take a break, and we will be back on oh. Truth It in the AM. I like that. That's well put. Are you a manufacturer, dealer, or distributor in the following industries? Agricultural equipment, material handling, construction machinery, power generation, commercial and retread tires, transport refrigeration, marine, heavy trucks, automobile, temperature control, utility vehicles, maintenance and repair, or something else? Then Curry Management is for you. Distribution analysis, dealerization, and dealer distributor development are the top three services provided to manufacturers. We at Curry Management provide this along with the best practices groups, profit improvement workshops, merger and acquisitions, business valuations, and leadership management development to dealers and distributors. Do you own a closely held private company? We at Curry Management provide business continuation services, succession planning, leadership development, and other staff-related management training. Curry Management pride themselves at always being ready to assist manufacturers, dealers, and distributors with today's business challenges. Help yourself. Connect with Curry Management. www.currymanagement.com, 292 Lincoln Street in Worcester, 508-752-9229. Have you recently been in an accident? Did you back into another vehicle? Hit a shopping carriage in a parking lot? Or is your car in need of general repair? If your answer is yes, then ENC Auto Body is the place for you. ENC Auto Body is Worcester's premier auto body shop. We have collision specialists and licensed appraisers on site, and we make sure that you receive the best service you can find. Results are always amazing, and we take pride in making your experience with us at ENC as painless as possible. Drop your car off and rest easy knowing that your car is in the best care. But be forewarned, your car may come out looking better than it did before your unfortunate situation. ENC Auto Body, we're here if you need us. Located at 16 DeMarco Terrace in Worcester. Call us at 508-799-0014 and 774-329-7334. Serve weekdays for those who want to dine in is basil and spice lunch specials. For $11.95, you have your choice of garlic pork, lemongrass chicken, pad king chicken, or spicy tofu and vegetable. All lunch specials include a salad and Thai rolls. Basil and spice lunch specials are available Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Stop by and try out the lunch specials. Hey, everybody loves Chinese food. I know I do, but what makes good eats for me are the crab rangoons. We searched high and low for fresh, natural, good-tasting food, and that's when we were fortunate enough to come across Shangri-La. <laughs> Absolutely. And not only are the crab rangoons fantastic, but everything I've ordered for them has been exquisite and flavorful. They have timely takeout orders, but if you want to eat there, you're in for one of the most beautiful dining areas, period. You can tell. They made every effort to create a clean, friendly environment. Trust me, you are guaranteed to have a great experience. Everyone is welcome to experience the best Crab Rangoons. And everything else in Shangri-La, Fairyland. Shangri-La, 50 Front Street, Worcester, 508-798-0888. 
Call and order some great, great food, food now. now. Order online at ShangriLaRestaurant.net. Hey, Troop. I'm tired of looking for decent coffee. It's always either burned or way too bitter, but I found the best coffee I ever had, period. A friend of mine brought me to Yo Way Cafe, and the coffee was delicious, flavorful, and made right in front of me. Not only is the coffee great, but they have espressos, lattes, crepes, boba teas, smoothies, and froyo. Mmm, froyo. Take it from me, truth it, and make your way to Yo Way. Yo Way Cafe, 395 Park Ave, Worcester, 01610, or call 508 459-0611. A loyal customer like you deserves a sweet treat like yo. Working with some of the best Thai chefs, Bator has brought her skills from Thailand and Israel to Worcester with basil and spice. Her desire to bring the taste of the homeland here is one of the reasons Basil and Spice was voted the best Thai restaurant in central Massachusetts. Their menu consists of the best tasting basil and chili, drunken noodle, steamed mussels, seafood basil pad thai, ginger chicken, and more. You can't go wrong with Basil and Spice. They offer catering as well. Being a master caterer, you can rest assured you'll be receiving the best full, self, and private catering events available. Basil and Spice stands by you receiving the incredible and authentic Thai dishes along with the best service at unbeatable prices. Accommodation to your needs is the key to success. You can also dine in at Basil and Spice located at 299 Shrewsbury Street, in Worcester. Their relaxed atmosphere always provides the most comfortable setting for you to dine in. Do yourself a favor and head on over to Basil and Spice Thai Cuisine. You won't regret it. Basil and Spice, 774-317-9986, 299 Shrewsbury Street in Worcester. And we're back. It is your boy Truth It of Truth It in the AM. And I am here with the man of the hour, too sweet to be sour. You know the one and only Trooper Joe is in the building, Troop. Oh, I'm not a I'm not a one and only. I'm just a me. I guess that makes me a one and only. One and only, that's right. Perfect. <laughs> You're the perfect, you remember? I am a perfect me. So you Can't are be one you. and only, right? That's it. Everybody's perfect. Yeah, every, I, I, everybody always said that nobody can be perfect, but it's just the opposite. Everybody, you you could be the perfect you. Yeah, you can't be the perfect vi- vision of somebody else's design. You can only be the perfect vision of your own design. Right. And I'm the perfect me. My, you know, because I'm lazy and I like. It. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't have to. I don't have to think hard about being me. I know how to do it. Right. Um, so we just got done talking about uh, the uh, city council and I, well, I, not the city council, the group, the group that I, has city council members on it. I like the group, but it, it it's like, why'd you pick such a weak t- 
topic and stuff. Come on. Keep yourselves together. Stay active. Get lots more things. It, it, make up a, here, here, here you go, group. I'll give you a suggestion. Maybe it's a good one. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But it's, it's a suggestion anyway. Have a part of your group, a little part of your group, go to all the city council meetings, you know, and, and, and take notes, right? And have another part of your group get, get all the information that they can about, the, about whatever kind of issues that are coming to the city. And then really attack those things. Find out which one you want to attack and then attack. Because what you're doing right now, you're working from an indirect attack. Rather than a frontal assault, mm-hmm. you know, and and that's a good strategy in war. You know, let the let the enemy think that that you're heavy in the front and then hit them from the sides. You know, that's a good ambush tactic and that's a good tactic in war and that's a good tactic in politics. But sooner or later, you have to have an attack. You don't have one, right? <laughs> so you have to glean all the information you can, and not just data collecting that. That doesn't work because that's tainted. You, you want to get it and you want to focus on your, your, your indirect attack and then you want to attack. This is what I want to change right now. This one and then this one after that and then this one after that. This is, uh, this is what you want to do. A nice little petition like that. It's, it's very well written and it's very nice and very direct. You know, for what it wants, but it's very heavily religious, and 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 with the religious connotation to it, that always comes to well, you're a hypocrite because you're doing exactly what you said you didn't want us to do. Right. <laughs> you know. So yep. It it it's like, I that was just my suggestion, folks. I really I really love what you're doing. I think it's great. I think it's about time that all the powers that don't really think they have the voice and the power, come together and, and use that power. Mm-hmm. You know? Use it. It's your city. It is. <laughs> and uh, I appreciate at least the intentions yeah. of wanting to make the city a better place and more accessible. Uh, one of the main things I liked about it was that they said that people who want to run will be able to run or feel more confident in running now because they won't have to worry about their name being dragged through the mud. <laughs> Even though that's what politicians have been doing since the beginning yeah. oh. of time. Yeah, Massachusetts is famous for that. It's the only one where the guy beat him down with a cane. I forget his name. Something or something like oh, I that. I don't know. He beat the other politician, the senator with a cane. I think it was senator, House of Representatives. Yeah, they get, they get, a, little, they get a little riled up. Yeah. <laughs> Wilded. <laughs> right. Wilding. Hey, wilding out there. Wilding out there. <laughs> um, all right, shoot. So we only got a couple minutes left, so let me just uh get into this uh story real quick. A twelve year old who is tired of life attempts to commit suicide. He jumps over an overpass, lands on an SUV and kills the woman in the car. Now the boy is fighting life threatening injuries. But what's going to happen to him if he makes it? What's going to happen to him if yep. he makes it? That's a, that's a real tricky one, isn't it? He's 12 years old. Yeah. A Virginia woman killed when 12-year-old jumps off highway overpass. The woman, uh, a 12-year-old boy who police said jumped off a highway overpass in an attempted suicide, took the life of a young woman instead. 
Marissa Harris, 22, only 22 years old. She's 10 was years he- older than that guy. Yep, yeah, was headed eastbound That's on sick. Interstate 66 near the Cedar Lane overpass at around 4.15 when the boy came crashing down on her 2005 Ford Explorer. Virginia State Police said in a statement, Harris was killed, but her 23-year-old passenger and 12-year-old boy both survived. The incident is being investigated as an attempted suicide, according to police. You think? True. This is one of... I've been reading sad stories all... It's only Tuesday. But I've been reading... Yesterday was full of two sad stories, too. Let me just tell you about them really quick. One of the sad stories were... Both of them had to do with opioids. A father and son. One father lives in Brooklyn, New York. The son... 22 years old, lived in Baltimore. They came to Brooklyn to visit the dad uh, for a birthday party. Three in the morning, the father and the son says, we're going to go outside for a cigarette break. Never come back. The wives and the girlfriend of the boy went outside to look and they found them both dead of an overdose. The other story, two friends that grew up in the same neighborhood, lived blocks from each other, both were 18 years old, both died the same day of opioids, uh, of an overdose. And fentanyl was the drug in both cases. Sad stories. They were friends. They played on the same baseball team. They were just doing drugs separately about a couple blocks from each other, and they both died on the same day. Yeah, because, you know, we don't fear individual death. Mm-hmm. And now we're beginning not to fear death about, well, I don't want to leave my family with the horrors of my death. We're not even fearing that anymore. At least that was a, a roadblock to people doing really dumb things like the boy jumping off the... I don't know why a 12-year-old want to kill himself anyway. It's just like, you know... Could be bullying. Another story, a 13-year-old <clears throat> stabbed a 33-year-old man oh, in yeah. Worcester. That was... Yeah, uh, Worcester. Yep, that was... Was that yesterday? Yeah, today or something, yeah. Yep. Um, it's, it's rough out there. That's what it is. Rough out there. But what, like you said, what would cause a a kid to kill, want to kill himself? And then the horrors, if he makes it, because he suffered life threatening injuries. So let's say he makes it and he makes a full recovery. He's going to have to answer for that woman that he killed. That's going to be with him for the rest of his life. Yeah, you want to talk of, about wanting to commit suicide. Now he has a real reason to want to. Oh, he's going to have more reason to want to, too. I'll just be a little bit cynical on this here. The, the growth plate at 12 years old, he probably broke up a whole lot of that growth plate. He's not going to grow like he was. Yep. He's not going to be the, the person that he w- was meant to be. And, and that's, that's sad. And his mind is going to be really in, in, in a lot of hurt because he took a life. Yep, he did. And I'm sure he didn't want to take a life. He just wanted to take his life to, for whatever reason. I don't know. Bullying is a big thing. People, you know, and, and, and it's like it's been around forever and it's something that hasn't really been addressed. Hasn't. No. Uh, I, that to me, this story was kind of tough too because the woman, she was 22 years old. She was beautiful and she looked like she had her whole life ahead of her. She did. And uh, I didn't know what she looked like, but 22, you got your whole life ahead of you. Except in America, we're pretending. We lie to ourselves. It's amazing how we people say, I don't lie. 
had to go to church. When in in the Catholic Church, you go to confessional and 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 you say to the priest, "Well, it's been so long since my last confession, and and I've done this and I've done that." But they never say that I lie. And people are lying to themselves all the time. That's still lying. You just lie to yourself, right? And not. not just lying to yourselves in the in the form of well, I really didn't think about that. No, you're physically lying to yourself. Yep. <laughs> you just yeah, I'm a good person. Okay, I'm gonna do this drug right here because uh, I want to. It's all, it'd be all right because I'm still a good person. You're lying to yourself. Yep. <laughs> you, know? you know who else is going to be um, suffering in this because the woman wasn't the only person in the car. Yeah. She had a 23 year old uh, passenger in the car too, and what it says is that. The car's passenger, after the man landed on it, steered the vehicle Boy. off. The boy landed on it. Yeah. Yep. The, the passenger steered the car off of the interstate, and it came to stop on the left shoulder against a Jersey wall. Yeah. So the boy landed on the car. The first instinct is to get the car off the highway because you're going to hit a whole bunch of other cars. So the passenger grabs the wheel and turns it, and then it just runs straight into a wall and kills the driver. Terrible story. Yeah, that is a terrible story. And I, actually, I hope that that all the kids out there take a lesson from this. Mm-hmm. Don't, life, live it first. You're not old enough to have that many many sorrows in it. You're never old enough to have that many sorrows in it. You know, yeah. It, it just, it, it's, it's your life. So create it the way you want it to be. Don't create it the way... Somebody else wants it to be. Create it the way you want it to be, and find find your heroes not in comic books and stuff like that, but find your heroes someplace else. But if you're going to go into comic books, that's all right too. Mm-hmm. You know, but but don't don't give up on yourself before you even re- recognize who you are. Right. You know, twelve years old. How do you know? You don't know what you who you are. You're just learning about the other things that's available to you in life, things of interest and stuff. Could have been and bullying. Mm-hmm. Bullying is just like just it, it, it. They call it politics when it gets older. I yep. guess it was. The, yeah. But it's this the same. Do you want? You get bullied and everything. Tell your folks. Tell the teacher. Then, if you're still getting bullied, sign up for a karate class. Come back and beat the dog snot out those rascals. Right. <laughs> so the passenger was the girl's boyfriend, the driver's boyfriend. Yeah. Yep. And uh, now, and the driver's boy, the passenger was not injured. The boyfriend was not injured at all. The boy that landed on the car, he has life-threatening injuries. The driver passed away. The boyfriend is okay. But now the boyfriend has to live with that for the rest of his life, too. Oh, yeah. They said he's shaken up, and he'll probably never be the same again. He may may, may never be. That's some kind of trauma that's going to always be in the back of his mind, mm-hmm. e- even 30 years from now. But I hope the boyfriend the boyfriend can find it in his heart not to, not to fill his heart up with all the darkness of revenge or the darkness of, of anything or be mean towards towards another race or anything like that you know i i hope he can find it in his heart only in mostly for himself because that's the heaviest burden that he'll be carrying my hate hurts it, it's yep. real heavy you know so you don't want to carry that around with you it seems like it's a game everybody's playing now to carry it around with mm-hmm. you but 
really it's it's real heavy uh and a similar story to this not the same exact thing four teenagers were arrested for throwing rocks over uh, over an overpass that ended up killing a passenger in a car too stone them stone they they, (laughs) listen they they are going that their lives are ruined too to me this it's really emotional driven when lives get ruined with stupid stuff like this yeah and and that we can't just sit around and just point blame after that. Well, they where's their parents and and what what why weren't they in school or why why is this happening and all these kind of whys. We should ask those questions why because yep. but we already we already got a good amount of information about why those questions. Some of this stuff isn't new. The incident might be might be new, but it's not new. We had what a. Some years back, a group of girls all decided that they were going to kill themselves together or something like that. Some mm-hmm. suicide pact. Oh, yeah, the suicide pact, yep. Yeah, I mean, this isn't new, you know? Yep, it is. And it's not being addressed. It's just like every other thing. We run out there and make our little noises, and we make our little petitions, and then we go back, and and, and we don't do anything about it. We don't, we don't act to change anything because yep. we don't think we can. Yeah, that yeah. that's the whole thing. We don't think we have enough power that we can change anything, and I think that starts inside the inside the schools. There's a lot of kids in school who don't feel included. Yep. You know, it, it, they might be just genius kids in there, and they're shy. Right. So they don't feel included. So they sit back and and they don't they and that lets somebody who 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 um has low confidence in themselves and everything, but got a big mouth, they take over the whole class. Yep. You know, and then nothing gets done. Right. So there's a lot of questions that have to be answered in this case, and we probably won't find out until the 12-year-old boy comes of age, and this will probably be an old story by then. Uh, Texter Kenneth the Wom, the W man, says, this 12-year-old who attempted suicide should be locked up for society's sake. When and if he recovers, he's a danger to society, not just to himself. Maybe his parents or siblings have abused him or others as a minor, if they exist, should be sued by the victims of the car. That's a whole lot of legal kind of stuff going in there. I don't think locking up this boy is going to make it. I think this boy is going to find out the different life that he's going to have to lead now. And that's going to be going to be a, a a whole lot of trauma for him. There should be some some kind of penalty for his him to pay and his families. I think uh, there's a lot of families out there. There needs to be some training for families. Yes. Just because you can get pregnant and have kids doesn't mean that you should be having families. Right. They're not raising them. Nope. You know, they got they it, there's so much fear. It's just like well, I don't want to go into that. Well, look <laughs> you know, Go ahead. Just a little bit. You, you know, like with the hydrogen bomb? Yep. And, and the atom bomb? Mm-hmm. And all these other bombs and how we're talking all this war talk with Korea and, and then yep. all these people like this here. If, in reality, if anyone blows up a bomb, uh-huh. it's suicide. 
Right. The whole world is affected by it and everybody dies. Yep. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, you can make all the big noises you want about all these things like this, but if you don't do something proactive on these things, then nothing changes. This kid putting him in jail, locking him up and all this stuff like this, that's not proactive. It mm -hmm. does nothing. He wanted to kill himself. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like, okay, what are you doing? Protecting him so he doesn't kill himself? He's not a, his, the biggest menace that for that kid is the kid himself. That, that, that's the one he's menacing the most. Yeah. You know, even though the lady died and that's a tragedy and that's a terrible thing like this, but I'm sure that the kid, I, I you know, I, you know, didn't plan on killing anybody or taking somebody with him. Right. You know? So His little brain probably thought, I'll squish, hit the ground, and then the cars will run me over. Right. You know? It was all about him. You know? Mm-hmm. So. Well, uh, that's all we got for today. It is 11 o'clock, which means it's time for us to prepare for Voice of the Voiceless, which comes on 12 to 1 p.m. on WCUW 91.3 FM. We will have a guest in the building. We're going to be discussing a couple things, uh, and uh, we look forward to it. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys for tuning in. I will see you guys tomorrow, definitely. Mm -hmm. Trooper Joe will be back tomorrow at 3 p.m. at th from 3 to 4 p.m., on Archangel, A Return to Chivalry. Chivalry, folks. <laughs> www.blogtalkradio.com slash Archangel, A Return to Chivalry. chivalry. And uh, that's it. We'll see you guys on and Voice for, of the Voiceless. And, and, and Chivalry for, for Archangel isn't those little itty-bitty, soft, cuddly little angels with the little wings and stuff. Mm -hmm. They carry... Blaming swords, folks. Okay. Uh, a texter <laughs> says that the it. boy needs some consequences. He does need consequences. I agree. There has to be consequences for his actions, but the consequences really have to fit the, the underlining meaning of the crime. The boy needs help, and he needs consequences. He cannot be. He cannot get out of this unscathed. And, and and he has to receive some help because there's something inside that boy's mind that's not functioning right. Well, sometimes what happens is consequences enough. He know he's going to know for the rest of his life that he killed a person. Yeah, that should be that could be that could be big enough consequence. That could be. All well, right. Well, unfortunately, we have to end here. Troop, we will see you guys tomorrow. Troop. Hey, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Yep. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you thanks for all for the comments. comments. And uh, I'll Y'all had that fun. <laughs>